I'm Kyler Allred. I'm Michael Chambers. And today we have a spotlight talking about Qui-Gon Jinn, and this is the Star Wars Senate. How you doing today, Mikey? Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, it's really interesting. This is going to be a very different episode because we're not like we are talking about a comic, but like we're not talking about yeah, we're, specific. I kind of came up with this idea because uh, everyone has a favorite character in yeah. Star Wars, and I think it'll be fun to talk about a character specifically and uh, you know like their history, their the actor that, who plays them, what we feel about them. Yeah. You know, originally we wanted to do just the comic, but I feel like. Uh, It'll be fun to talk about the character as a whole. Yeah, in, just in general. And um, and Qui-Gon's one of my favorite characters. Oh, me too. Like, he's so interesting. He's so different than a lot of other people. Yeah. Like, he's definitely his... He has his own personality. You can definitely see that in uh, in Star Wars. Right. And, like, there's no one like him. There's, he's, he's really, really cool. And uh, ever since Phantom Menace, I've been... I've been a huge fan of Qui-Gon, so. Yeah, me too, and, and just the legacy he he gives, you know, to this whole universe, like, he's the first one to achieve this higher power, this, you know, being one with the Force, yeah. it's so cool, but uh, let's get right into it, For so sure. we first see Qui-Gon in A Phantom Menace, yeah. and we've never seen a Jedi like that before. No, no, uh, the fir- it's the first showing of just different Jedi because we know Obi-Wan yeah, at that and, point and Yoda before, uh, and Yoda but um, and I guess Luke if you count Luke because right. I feel like he is a Jedi at the point that people would know him at that point yeah right um, but we've never seen Qui-Gon's brand new brand new Jedi right yeah right off the bat we meet him I mean we see him and uh, the first shot of them is they take off their, their hoods I have and, a bad feeling about yeah, this yeah I have a yeah. bad feeling about this and they're these calm collected you know they're like Jedi we've seen before but but then we get into it when they're fighting the the battle droids. Oh and man! He sticks his lightsaber through the door. Oh, and that scene uh, is amazing. The force theme uh, blares and and then, uh, and then they force speed run away. We're doing yeah. we're doing like a little Phantom Menace breakdown right oh, now. I know we're, it, we're just gonna do that. I mean, that force speed was cool, but like, why nev- didn't they bring it back? They never use it again. <laughs> it would be so helpful it in would, other situations. A lot of situations, like. When when uh when people are running away from clone troopers in Revenge of the Sith, yeah. like like that would be so so yeah I don't know. Um, one thing that's really interesting about Qui Gon to me is when you first see like I I'm pretty sure my dad showed me the original, uh the original Star Wars trilogy before the prequels. Yeah, me too. And when you watch you don't think of Obi-Wan having a teacher. You hear that he was trained by Yoda. By Yoda, yeah. And so you're like, oh, that makes sense. Like, and you expect Yoda and Obi-Wan to be together doing right. missions and stuff. Right, and we have never heard of Padawans before. No. Nope. And seeing him with Qui-Gon is, I, I probably for people who grew up watching the original Star Wars, like, oh, okay, here's, here's this guy. Yeah, All and right. it's funny because, like, whenever, I bet whenever Obi-Wan was introduced as this, like, young man with the Jedi brain right. and all this stuff, they're like, that's Obi-Wan? Yeah, what? that's Obi-Wan. Yeah, and what, what's really interesting is I've heard some original, 
uh, not con- not concept, but like I think the original script for Phantom Menace had Obi Wan in the Qui Gon role. Oh, interesting. And uh, it, uh, if I remember right, he uh, didn't have a Padawan or anything, but he did most of the Qui Gon stuff. Oh, cool. And Qui Gon was kind of just a background character, but then they hired Liam Neeson. He was kind of a bigger actor at the time, and right. he wanted a bigger role. And so they were like, "All right, cool. We'll just, we'll, we'll, just... we'll make Obi Wan a little bit younger." And yeah, yeah. I think that's better. I think because I I love I mean well it could have been cool with Obi Wan too right. but I think Qui Gon is just oh, I just what they did with him he adds so much to this Obi Wan character mm-hmm. too you learn a lot of the things that Obi Wan believes from him you know yeah mind your feelings Obi Wan you know uh, it's it's cool to see Obi Wan as this kind of reckless Jedi yeah you know, and to have his master there and his master is also unconventional yeah it's it's he's he's not the typical jedi he's not the one that believes in uh the whole like uh the whole jedi order and all that stuff right and he he really believes in this living force you know he he believes in this balance yeah and and like at the time a lot of these jedi don't know or believe in becoming one with the force yeah i think qui-gon is really the only one who knows about that or like i mean as we learned in clone wars he's he he can't fully turn himself into a force ghost yet right but uh he's the first one to figure that out right yeah and like actually be able to communicate with people after he passes yeah exactly yeah yeah and it's just so fascinating to see not only him but all these other jedi all these different you know we see obi-wan and yoda in the originals that and that's it yeah and then we see Mace Windu, Yoda, Yaddle, Yarel Poof. I I, I want to see Yaddle in action. <laughs> I know the only other Yoda species. Can, can we get a Yaddle movie, please? <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, Plo Koon, like Kiati Mundi, all them. And it's really funny because we see all these other Jedi, uh, Jedi on the council, and we wonder, wait, why isn't Qui Gon on the council? Yeah. You know, yeah. he and I mean, even Obi Wan says, if you listen to the rules, you, you'd be on the council, Master. Yeah. And, Obi-Wan's like, uh, or Qui-Gon's like, well, that's not who I am, you know? And I mean... I think part of that comes from Count Dooku as well. Yeah, because Count Dooku, he was also, like, he, I think, was part of the council at one point. I may be wrong on that, but uh, he was trained by Yoda. He was, but he also had these unconventional ideas, and uh, then he later leaves the Order. And uh, in the Master and Apprentice book, we find out that Qui-Gon... Uh, uh, or no, not Qui Gon. Uh, Count Dooku left uh, before Qui Gon got Obi Wan as an apprentice, so right. he left quite a bit uh, before the events of Phantom Menace. Exactly. Yeah. And so you know that probably had Qui Gon thinking, you know, maybe, oh, maybe Dooku's right. Like, should I right. listen to my teacher that trained me? Uh, yeah, and I, I'd really like to see too, like if Qui Gon survived. Ooh. How would he have felt about the Clone Wars? How would he have felt about the Jedi being warriors? Yeah. And because one of his lines in Phantom Menace is, uh, uh, I can't fight a war for you. Yeah. I can help you, but I can't fight a war for you. Yeah. And and it'd be interesting to see where he stands. I don't think he would have joined Dooku if he knew he's a Sith. No, I don't think so either. But he may have been on the Separatist side, If you know what I mean? Like, he may have been more towards the that area of thinking right okay i get that because uh count dooku kind of put on a face too when he was on the separatist side you know he was like i'm just this politician former jedi but a lot of people didn't know he was this sith lord yeah just like palpatine yeah and so maybe he he'd probably be harder to keep from qui-gon of course but i feel like qui-gon would have wanted to stay pretty much out of it yeah he he, i don't think he'd want to be on either side 
And it, it would have been interesting, too, about uh, the whole Anakin situation as well. Yeah. Like, what he would have, you know, because Obi-Wan wouldn't have been training Anakin. Qui-Gon would. But... Right, and I, I think of Qui-Gon kind of like the almost the only almost gray Jedi in the yeah. Star Wars movies specifically. Right. Um, like he, we see, we see uh, Ahsoka as a, as a gray Jedi in the TV show. Yeah. And then we see like in uh, legend stuff, like old Republic and all that there's stuff. There's a few gray there's Jedi. There's a few gray Jedi. And I know like Canon recently, they don't really like the word gray Jedi because yeah. it doesn't, it, it's kind of an oxymoron. Yeah, Kind it, of. It doesn't really make sense. You know, like, like, uh, it's well. I mean, I I understand because it's yeah. like light and dark mixed, but it's like a probably balance. didn't use oxymoron, right? But you know, <laughs> I, I, I get what you meant. Yeah. Though. Like, uh, but it's I get why they call them gray Jedi because yeah. black white, right. mixing that two those two together. Yeah. They definitely want the balance though. The mm-hmm. balance to be the Jedi though, like right. the balance of dark and light. Um, yeah, because I think one thing I've heard is like uh, you're either a Jedi or you aren't. You yeah, know? it's yeah. very black and white. Yeah. like like they say. Um, yeah, and they had like dark. Uh, they had like. Uh, gray Sith or something like that too, uh, where it's like there's Dark Jedi. I know there's Dark Jedi. I, I think that's still canon because I think they consider uh, Asaz Ventures a Dark Jedi, right? And uh, because and, she's just a Jedi who's fallen, but and she's not Quinlan a Sith. Boss yeah. as well. Yeah, but then he gets back to be Jedi. Yeah. But we'll get to that at a later that's, date. <laughs> wow, we we brought that up. Though. Oh yeah, yeah. In that book, I mean, that's a great book, by the um, way. But, uh, but yeah, yeah Qui Gon was. Very much in the middle, like, yeah. even though he's a Jedi, and that's why he wasn't on the council, yeah. because he had these different views that the council didn't agree with, and he was like, well, then I guess in, I'm not going to change for you guys. In fact, we, we kind of see that in, in the comic, too, where uh, oh, the, yeah. the Age of Republic comic, um, where uh, like he goes to that place whenever he's uh, in his force. Oh, the Force Vision? Uh, the Force Vision, and he's like, get that darkness, and yeah. he feels that darkness, but he... Well, yeah, he's cutting down these, like, plant life creatures, mm-hmm. and then uh, and then the Vision shows him that they're Jedi. Yeah. And I think that it really shows him that he could stray to the darkness pretty easily. Right. It, you know, but uh, it, it's an interesting comic, because we see him uh, on this mission to save this, uh, uh, this priestess. Yeah. This wood priestess, and take her to the city, and he... He's very conf- uh, afflicted because she calls him a warrior. Yeah. And he he goes to Master Yoda and he's like, I don't feel like that's a, a accurate good, description yeah. of the Jedi. And he needs to uh, he needs to consult the Force. Yeah. And so he gets in his ship and he says, all right, Force, don't drive me into the sun, but please take me wherever. Yeah. And he goes to this really lush wildlife plant. It doesn't look like there's any other life on it, but this plant life. And he sits on this throne of thorns and, and vines, and and then he has this vision. He yeah. cuts down these, these plant life creatures, and then it turns out to be the Jedi. And I yeah. think that might be kind of a vision of the Clone Wars. Yeah. You know, he's like, we shouldn't be these warriors. We're the, we, the, the keepers of the peace. Exactly. We're not the police. We're not... Uh, we, we shouldn't be governed by the republic yeah we shouldn't be told what to do by a higher higher power quote yeah. unquote we're, we're loyal to the force yeah and know? no one else yeah and he and he, he believes that he, he he can help but he he doesn't believe they should uh be involved in other people's conflicts i feel like and i just had this thought just barely like it's 
like the Jedi way, if they fight things of their own accord or they're yeah. told to fight things, it's kind of like an abuse of their power. Yeah. Like they, they like the dark side, how they're like, I just want to destroy things with this amazing right. power that we have. It's abusive. It, it well, yeah, and the, the Republic has become so accustomed to them that they're like, oh, uh, do this because you're more powerful than us. Exactly, now. yeah. Uh, this needs to be stopped. And I think a lot of Qui-Gon's uh, thinking is, what if it doesn't? What exactly. if this is how it's supposed to happen? You know? Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, this is what the force wants, Yeah. you know, and, uh, you fight your own wars. We'll listen to what the force, if the force, you know, has us help or, the, you know, we, we don't want to be governed by this Republic. Exactly. Know? Yeah. Qui-Gon, he's kind of a hippie, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I never thought of it that way. Yeah. Like, he's, funny. I mean, he's got his long hair. And he's got his beard. <laughs> Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's got me. That's funny. Yeah. Um, but this, he just wants peace, man. He does. He really does. Ah, uh, man. And I, I feel like he'd be okay if they were a part of the Republic, but they yeah. weren't. Um, a they part, weren't controlled. They weren't this military. Yeah. Uh, for the Republic, because it's a lot like like if you look at like monks in real life. Yeah. They don't want to be uh, a part of conflict exactly. or uh, war. They. If they need to fight, they will. Yeah, the defense. Exactly. And that's exactly what Yoda says in uh, Empire, because I feel like he figures that out by that time. Yeah. He, he says a Jedi uses his abilities... Uh, for uh, defense. For defense, uh, never for attack. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's... Yoda learns that too. Yeah. That uh, if we need to defend ourselves, we will. And we see this, this wise Yoda learn something. Right. From, from Phantom Menace and... Uh, into you know uh, attack, attack the clones, clones clone wars revenge of the Sith. eventually actually going into the point where he's he's learned from somebody else that's right. probably younger than him yeah that is younger than him oh yeah much way younger, younger than him and it, it's it's probably surprising to yoda that he's, oh yeah that qui-gon is so wise right and i mean there was a a, a cut uh scene from revenge of the sith of yoda learning from qui-gon mm-hmm uh, he learned uh, Qui-Gon appears to him right before Luke and Leia are born. And then there's the uh, the Clone Wars arc in season six yeah. where uh, Qui-Gon takes him on this journey of uh, of the living force and Qui-Gon's those uh, lights because he can't uh, bring his physical form out yet. Yeah. I feel like I feel like that's kind of why Yoda loses to the Emperor in Revenge of the Sith is because right. he's going there to fight palpatine yeah he's he's going going there there to attack to attack yeah and that's why he loses and i think that may be more why obi-wan wins because anakin wants to kill him obi-wan does not want to kill him obi-wan does not want to fight him exactly and that's and that's why luke loses in empire right he's gonna go fight darth vader to save his friend this is this is crazy stuff. Qui-Gon is Qui-Gon knows stuff, yeah. man. Yeah, and it's it's really funny because and that's that's why Yoda tells him not to go is because if he did go, it's the same thing. Like he he learned right. this before. It's the same thing that happened to him with the Emperor. Right, and I I think uh, you know uh, not Qui-Gon Obi-Wan feels like he he failed the whole Anakin situation, and that's why he tells Luke that he needs to kill Vader. But in reality, I think Obi-Wan. He, he, he did the right thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Anakin says, don't make me kill you. And that's when Obi-Wan draws his lightsaber yep. because he's like, I will do what I must. Yeah. He has to do that or else Anakin will just kill him. Yeah. And you can see throughout that fight, Obi-Wan is trying to, uh, you know, he's not trying to go for the kill. Yeah. Uh, and it, it, I just thought of something else. Yeah. Count Dooku 
in them going after Count Dooku right. in um, Attack of the Clones. They lose because they're they going lose to... because they're going after him. Yeah, they're attacking him. Man, <laughs> man, Qui Gon, <laughs> Qui Gon Shin. <laughs> man, imagine he was there for a lot of this. You know, I, I would have loved that. And it's funny because yeah. we talked about this in, a, in an earlier episode where what if it was Qui Gon instead of Obi Wan teaching Luke, right? Um, and as this really old man. Um, yeah and how in, how different it would be and i think i think that's also why like like i'm thinking of force awakens ray won in force awakens she didn't want to fight yeah she was overwhelmed she was nervous she you know when she was trying to fight him she was losing and, but, and, th- and then when he said the force she listened to the force calmed herself down and that's when she won exactly i think that's and, a very qui-gon thing i think if Qui-Gon was looking down at Rey, which he probably was, like, good job. like that's exactly what I would have done in that situation. Listen to the Force, mm-hmm. you know. It's it's he it's, Qui-Gon is a very spiritual he is. Force user. He's not he's not powerful like Mace Windu. He listens to the Force. He he's very is, wise. That is his main. Like Yoda's wise, but I think out of all the Jedi, Yoda is probably the wisest. But right next to it's probably Qui-Gon. Qui-Gon's super super wise, and then like you see all these like. Jedi as well, like, and funny thing, I think Qui Gon's downfalls they they weren't really defending themselves with Darth Maul. Darth Maul's there, and they were like, "Okay, let's get him." Yeah, yeah, and the, and he was like, "Well, all right." He was kind of defending uh, Obi Wan though. Yeah, yeah, uh, we, you know that. But I just think once Obi Wan was out of the way, he's yeah. still fighting. I think also it just uh, shows that Darth Maul was a better uh, duelist. Duelist, yeah, yeah. because. Probably Qui-Gon, you know, he's great with a lightsaber just as any other Jedi, but yeah. he doesn't want to resort to that. Exactly. And I think, and, that, and uh, a reason why Obi-Wan, I think, won, and we'll probably get into this in uh, a later episode, but when Obi-Wan is fighting Darth uh, Maul, it was kind of a lucky shot, but... Uh, and, and in that situation, Obi-Wan was going for the kill. Yes, he was. He was and that that's why the dark side is very uh, seductive. Yes. Because the as Yoda says in Empire, uh, easier, more seductive. And that's what I thought of whenever Anakin won in yeah. Revenge of the Sith against Count Dooku. Right. Because they were going in for the attack, but I think the reason why they won... Yeah. And Obi-Wan loses that yeah. fight because yeah. he is going for the attack. But yeah. Anakin wins because he is seducted, sed- seduced by the dark side. Yeah, because he, as Yoda says, it's easier. Yeah. It's the easier way. You can win that way. It's the easiest option. But uh, doing it the other way, doing it the Jedi way is the better way and ultimately the safer way the safer way yep. yeah and it, it's it's and i think qui-gon would also believe like with his death i think qui-gon probably believed that is the will of the force yeah that i was meant to die i was meant to die at this moment yeah i was meant to die to push obi-wan to this new role exactly to yeah. to, to have him train anakin and not yeah. me yeah and that's that's really... It's fascinating. It's really cool. I, I, I like this By whole... By seeing all this stuff that Qui-Gon brought into it, it, it it's it's awesome. Yeah. It's really, really good. Um, and I think that's another thing, too. Like, if you look at, like, Last Jedi, when Luke is looking into uh, Ben's mind, yeah. he's not listening to the Force. Nope. He's, he's not being on, mindful. He's acting on instinct. Yeah. He, he's like, oh, I know he's dark. I'm going to look into him. Yeah. It's emotional. Yeah. It's emotional. Yeah. He... Uh, and that's why, you know, one of the Qui-Gon lines, I, I said it before in this episode, but it, it really sticks out to me is when uh, the very first thing he says to Obi-Wan and Phantom Menace is, be mindful of your feelings, Obi-Wan. Yep. Because your feelings 
can help you at times, but if they're too present, if they, they distract you. If they, uh, yeah, it's... And, I mean, that's another thing with the dark side is they can help you. They can help you, but they can also be your downfall. Yeah, and I was just talking about this. A lot of these things I haven't even, like, thought of. And yeah. we were just talking about Qui-Gon. And yeah. these things are just like, oh, this is why, and this right. happened because of this. We're going into a lot of his character. We're understanding why. But we're un- he, yeah, we're understanding the things that he was teaching. Yeah, and, and, and how they worked in the other films. And, like, and how, how it was shown in the yeah. other films and the examples of what he, he had yeah. said. And it's just kind of blowing my mind right now, actually. Right, yeah, he... <laughs> That's why I love Qui-Gon, because he was in one movie. Yeah. I mean, he was in a couple episodes of Clone Wars. Yeah. And uh, hopefully, if they do that Obi-Wan show, hopefully he appears then. Yeah. And and this would be before D23 when it, this comes out, correct? Yeah. When this comes out, it's before D23. That's when, uh, right now, we're hearing all these rumors of the oh, yeah. Obi-Wan show. Right. And uh, so, w- me and Mikey are crossing our fingers yeah. <laughs> that... Uh, <laughs> I really hope this Obi-Wan show is actually a thing with Ewan McGregor. And Oof. hopefully Liam Neeson comes back I really Qui-Gon. hope so. That'd be cool. Like, him, him like, going to Qui-Gon. Like, like even if it's help. not, even if it's not a physical form, like, even if we hear just Qui-Gon's voice. That'd be great. That'd be fine. Like, Liam, yeah. Liam Neeson's voice as Qui-Gon. I need some more Qui-Gon me- wisdom. Need, need more, <laughs> yes, please. That'd be so cool. And we, we do hear, we don't... Qui-Gon isn't just in Phantom. He's he's kind of in Revenge of the Sith whenever you're uh, whenever Anakin's killing all the Jedi, you hear Anakin stop or something. Oh like no, that. no no no, it's uh, it's Attack of the Clones. It uh, is Attack of the Clones. When he's killing all the Tuscan yes. Raiders, it pans to Yoda and Yoda's and you hear Qui-Gon's voice say, Anakin, no, Anakin stop. Yeah. yeah. And uh, that was that was really cool. Yeah. And, uh, and I think it is, uh, I can't remember where it said, but I think it is canon that Qui-Gon was trying to stop Anakin there. But Anakin was so consumed with his anger that yeah. he didn't hear him. Right. And I think that's so cool. He's still trying to do things. He's still looking over Anakin because he believes, that's another thing that's interesting about Qui-Gon is he's one of the only ones who has devoted these prophecies. Yeah, he's, he's invested in this prophecy. And uh, I mentioned before the book Master and Apprentice, which I haven't finished yet, but it, in the parts that I've read, it shows that uh, he's having Obi-Wan uh, go through these prophecies and uh, learn them and uh, um, find out more about them. And Qui-Gon rereads them. Constantly. Yeah. yeah. And and uh, I, in the book, it also goes into that he may not necessarily believe in them. Right. He's just he's looking at them. He's studying them. And then once he finds Anakin, right. that's when he's like, oh, oh my gosh. It's yeah. real. Yeah. yeah, that's funny for he believes it's real. and like Anakin kind of really is the prophecy like he absolutely yeah. is but right. it's like it doesn't go his way I, I don't think the way that well like Yoda said in Revenge of the Sith uh, a prophecy misread it could have been you right know, and... I think that was Attack of the Clones as well actually they were flying no oh, no no, 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 no. It, it was Revenge of the Sith they were, they were flying they were still flying they were gonna drop uh, Yoda off with the Wookiees I, I was I just remembered the uh, the ship and the oh, open yeah. doors and I just right. um, I just put G- him in Geonosis yeah, for right. some reason <laughs> um, and, and then whenever whenever he uh, dies I think that's this m- huge driving factor where Obi Wan's like I need to listen to what my master taught me and right. teach it to well I think um, that's where Anakin. because uh, Obi Wan see again it's this. Obi-Wan was aggressive, 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 yep. and he was losing uh, yep. because he was winning for a little bit, then he got knocked over the side. Yeah. And then that's when that force theme kicks in is, 
you see him close his eyes and the lightsaber Qui-Gon's lightsaber wiggles and that's when whoom he chops uh, Darth Maul in half and he listens to the force Listen to the Force, people. It's, it's Just like, like we said, listen to Leia. Listen, Le- to, listen to Leia and listen to the Force. <laughs> That's all you got to do. If you want to survive in Star Wars, listen to those two. <laughs> I just I just got reminded of uh, Finn's whole line in Force Awakens when he's like, we'll use the Force. It's like, That's, That's not, not how, how the Force works. works. <laughs> Even Han gets it. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually. Yeah. <laughs> but when he finds Anakin... Yeah. Just completely by accident. Or, yeah. well, maybe not with the Force. You know, the Force fair. was guiding them there. The Force, you know. If we're, if we're thinking like Qui-Gon, yeah. he probably was like, oh, we were meant to uh, crash land here. Yep. We were meant to land here and find this boy. Yeah. And, you know, for a little bit, he's he's feeling this uh, connection with this boy. And he's like, wow, I wonder I wonder if he's the boy in the prophecy. And yeah. then he talks to Shmi and he says, uh, who is his father? And uh, there was no father. And I think that's what really kicks it because I think if I remember right, there is a, a, an actual writing of what the prophecy says. Right. I think the prophecy says something about the chosen one will be a boy. Uh, born of the force. Bo- bo- no, born of no father. Oh, okay. I think that's what it says. Okay. And so uh, uh, I might be wrong on that, but uh, I think that's what it says. Uh, very, very, very Christianity right. based. They got that from, yeah, for sure. It is. But uh, like that's probably when Qui-Gon was like, Oh my gosh! Yeah, uh, and, and then you know, seeing the pod race, seeing his instincts there, you know, and like, uh, like he says, like uh, Anakin says, "I'm the only human who can do it." Yeah, and uh, uh, Qui Gon's like, "You must have Jedi reflexes." And yeah. seeing all the middle chlorians that he has more than Yoda. Yeah, it's, it. that's that is like it, it, the middle chlorians. It's like a, a, a measurement, right? I like to think of it as a measurement. See, what's funny with the middle chlorians? I remember. For the longest time, I didn't like them. Yeah, no, I know. For the longest time, I didn't like them. But then, I think it was Dave Filoni who said something about them, that they aren't the Force. That was a common misconception right. that got a lot of people miffed because yeah. they thought that that was George's explanation for the Force. No, they are a symbiotic being that... Uh, Latches on to the Force. If we didn't have them, life would cease to exist and we wouldn't know of the Force. Yes. Uh, and they, they kind of help... The, uh, you uh, be able to know of the Force. Yeah. Uh, so it, it, midichlorians are very interesting. They're still kind of muddled, you know, but I like I don't hate them as much as I did in right. the past. Yeah, and uh, I, I feel like it's just this. I, I like to think of them, and I think this might actually be what it is, yeah. is like the more Force in tune that you are, the more midichlorians you would have. Right. Because they would be drawn to you they would yeah. you, it would gain you would gain midichlorians because of the more force power you have right and yeah. uh that's probably why anakin has a lot if he was born out of the force exactly he would have a bunch yeah he'd pretty much be like a i mean he kind of is a for just a force being right with yeah. a human body yeah and it's really weird to think about it, it's kind of one thing i've heard a lot of is that the chosen one is kind of the the forces like oh we need someone to to help you know there's going to be a lot of stuff going on in the history right now we need someone to stop that we need someone to help right uh, let's put our own guy there and that's why a lot of people think that ray is that the chosen one of that generation right you know like not necessarily reincarnation right but like it, she is the forces chosen gotcha she is the one that the force is like ah 
That makes sense. Her. And a lot of people have this theory that, like, uh, Plagueis or Palpatine, like, did that to, to Anakin. To Shmi. Oh, to, to Shmi. So they and can birth There's Anakin. a really in- interesting uh, uh, panel in uh, the Darth Vader comic. It's the second of the Darth Vader comic, the one that's in the prequel era. Right. Right after Revenge of the Sith. Right, right. Uh, it's him. He he's building his castle, and he's seeing all these visions. And he sees one vision of his mother pregnant, and there's like dark forces around her, uh, around her belly, and you see Palpatine behind her. Ah. And it's not necessarily confirmed. Uh, what they kind of say is that it's more. That's what Anakin thinks. Gotcha. So it's not confirmed or denied, but that is what Anakin is kind of thinking i do hope we get like a like a concise answer on that i mean like even if we don't if we don't i mean the theories it, are great well and it's it's great to have that kind of thing in mystery you know yeah like, i agree I like agree. what if one day shmi just woke up pre- kind of like the christianity thing you know the right. force was like uh this gal yeah you know <laughs> she's like uh that one yeah. yeah uh and that's that'd be fine with me too yeah um one big thing I love about Qui Gon is his actor. Yeah, <laughs> Liam Neeson. I mean, he does an amazing job He's, as yeah. Qui Gon. Like, I couldn't picture anyone else, of course, but mm. like, I get, I, I, I mean, there could probably be other people, other yeah. people, and I'm like thinking about it, and I'm not entirely sure, yeah, who it could be, but he, he does a great job. Like, one thing I've heard a lot about people who don't like Phantom Menace or things like that is that his performance is wooden but i think it's kind of supposed to be that way because he's this calm collected yeah so it may come off as wooden even even in tense situations he's still calm yeah he's still because he knows whatever happens is in his eyes supposed to happen like yeah the force willed it that way like churret right? oh like churret yeah like from rogue one so because he what whatever uh happens uh the force wills it like what what he said I'm one with the force the force, force is, is with, with me, me. Yeah. exactly he i feel like chirrut and qui-gon would get along swimmingly very well um <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, there's actually i think that uh there's this uh comic I, I think it's called a star wars comic it's a fan-made comic yeah uh web comic and uh he makes these side story he tries to put them in canon as much right. as possible they're not canon but he tries to make him so they uh, they could be right. And there's this one where Qui Gon is, uh, uh, I don't know if this is an actual thing or if the creator of the comic came up with it. But Qui Gon is on you know Amish people before yeah. they become like fully Amish, they go on like a a, a vacation to the real world to figure out what yeah. that is and if if they want to stay there, they can stay there. And but they, they, they'd kind of be shunned. Yeah, if that was the case. Uh, in this comic, Qui Gon kind of does that from the Jedi, where the he there uh, in his comic a jedi are allowed to have that little adventure they can go out in the real world see what things are like and if they don't want to be part of the jedi order that's fine but they won't be welcome back as a jedi right and qui-gon goes to jedi and he meets little kid bays and little kid shirit and they (laughs) teach him about the fort they teach him about the the, uh because they're still like they're like training to be uh uh guardians of the wills right and uh Qui-Gon uh, talks with him a little while and Chirrut, uh, you know, Baze is a little grumpy. It's it's pretty funny, you know. And then Chirrut talks to him about this uh, wonderful force and everything. It's, it's a really cool comic yeah. and I kind of wish it was canon. That's funny. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I, there's like a little bit and I'm, it's not like me trying to 
there's a little bit of inaccuracy where yeah. Baze is like angry, like kind of grumpy right because he, he was said in, that he, he was the most uh, uh, devoted devoted guardian of us all. Yeah. yeah, and I feel like he'd like be right, like hopeful, but he was a kid too. So he was a kid too, so that might be you know, that that's just how his personality that's is. But fair. then once he became a guardian, he was still grumpy, but he was devoted. You that's know? fair. But it's a cool little comic. Yeah, uh, I bet I, I need to read that. That sounds cool. Uh, and that devo- that it's funny because like the devotion to the prophecy and all mm-hmm. that stuff kind of is uh, Qui Gon's not. I wouldn't say his downfall because I feel like his downfall yeah. is just it's not. He doesn't really have a downfall. Yeah, like he, it happens. He gets he, bested. He gets know? bested and he dies. But I feel like that's what he believes is supposed to happen right at that point so it doesn't it doesn't feel like at that point he thinks of it as a loss yeah and and through and through he believes in the prophecies like on his uh, his dying wish is that uh obi-wan trains the boy yeah and i think it's really interesting about what obi-wan probably thinks about that like because obi-wan was very adamant like are we sure we should have this boy you don't even know you're you're disobeying the council they have that argument you yeah. know and then his dying wishes train the boy and obi-wan's like okay yeah. <laughs> uh i i'm not even a knight yet yeah you know? yeah i like the uh the it's just a throwaway line. It's a really uh, short line, yeah. but it's uh, when Anakin gets in the in the ship. And he's uh-huh. like, "Stay in the ship, Anakin." He's like, "But I stay in the ship. <laughs> stay in that. Stay in that cockpit." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he said I, I should stay in the cockpit, so that's what I'm gonna do. And then he just <laughs> takes off. Yeah. Anakin always gets into bad situations, and uh, I, I think I think it's really Qui Gon's meant to be. You know, I, I bring back this wooden criticism from people. Yeah. But I think that was a choice from Liam Neeson, you know, because you always see, like, when when uh, Darth Maul first shows up, you see kind of Obi-Wan like, oh, okay. And Qui-Gon's like, we'll handle this. Like, not, no question. Yeah. I mean, they did see him before on Tatooine, but, like, we'll handle this. Uh, don't worry about it, you know. Qui-Gon was surprised. I'm sorry, no. Obi-Wan was surprised. Qui-Gon was not. Yeah. Well, and even when he, he first saw Darth Maul when he was running with Anakin, Qui-Gon knew something was up. Yep. Anakin, drop! Yeah. And immediately, boom, boom, boom. That was a good show of d- uh, defense from yeah. Qui-Gon. it was good. I like Because it. he didn't go for the kill at all. He fought him for a little bit and to and hold him off so they could uh, take off. And then he, he was like, uh, tell him to open the the, uh, the hatch. The hatch. Yeah. And then he jumped up right when yeah. he could. And it's, it's... Man, that was a really good Jedi moment. I'm just thinking of it, that right it, now. It was, like, it was, that fight on Tatooine was a perfect it, Jedi moment. If if anything, the, the I think that, in my opinion, the top two most Jedi things yeah. that have really ever happened yeah. in Star Wars... Well, three. I'm going to go through three. Right. Is that moment with Qui-Gon. Uh-huh. And there's two with Luke. I think is yeah. is the is the moment where I'm a Jedi like my like father. my father before me, and, and he throws then, away his lightsaber. And then Last Jedi. And then Last Jedi. Of course, the Last Jedi is. I feel like Qui Gon would be so proud of that. <laughs> yeah. Like you, like Qui Gon was probably like, oh, <laughs> you're like you're you were a force projection the whole time. Yeah. You didn't even have a, an inkling of a attack towards yeah. him. You know, he he didn't he didn't hit him. Once. Once. Well, yeah, and I, I don't even think he could. You no, know, of course not. But like he, the only reason Luke was doing that was to distract uh, the First Order so the Resistance could get away. Yeah. Defense. Yeah, and he even sacrificed himself to do it. Like, yeah. I feel like that would probably Qui Gon would be 
So proud of that. So proud of Luke. When Luke go, goes to the other side, Qui Gon's just sitting there nodding his head. Good job. Yeah. Good just job. Good job. Luke. <laughs> good job. Uh, well, and I, I just I just looked at the time, and I'm like, man, this actually flew by. We've been talking about. We've been talking about this a lot. We still have a little bit more, yeah. you know. And I'm I'm really happy. Like that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited good. to uh, get to get, get into more. Get into more of these spotlights. Yeah. Because it, it brings up a lot of these different conversations. Like you said, we've been talking about Qui-Gon a lot. But we've been bringing up a lot of these. Like we just were talking about Last Jedi. That if it wasn't for Qui-Gon, you know, some of this stuff may have not happened. Or, you yeah. know, uh, not happened in the exact same way. Exactly. Like I, I can just imagine Luke reading uh, stuff maybe about Qui-Gon. Or yeah. learning things about Qui-Gon. Being like, wow, I want to I wanna kind of uh, listen to him, you know. Yeah. Maybe even Obi-Wan, you know, later when Luke... Yeah, after Return of the Jedi, he's talking to Obi Wan more in Force Ghost. Yeah, he's talking about Qui Gon, and, and maybe even Qui Gon appears. You know? Yeah. Oh man, that'd be cool. Yeah. I want to see a, a, a scene between Qui Gon and Luke. That'd be cool. That would be really cool. That would be really awesome. Um, I, I I've always I've always thought of these these different character interactions and what yeah. they what would happen between like let's say Mace Windu and Leia. Yeah. I don't know, like somebody random like that. I'd I'd really like to see Qui Gon's. Uh, take on the whole Kwai, uh, Kylo Ren situation. Right. Because it's very similar to the Anakin, yeah. you know, but it, in a different way. Yeah. Like, they're both, Anakin was seduced by Emperor Palpatine because Emperor Palpatine was like, I can save the woman that you love. Exactly. And it seems like from what we've gotten that Ben was seduced by Snoke because I think Ben felt like he wasn't being appreciated. I feel, feel like they, Ben felt like he uh, his fa- his own family didn't trust him. Yeah, because they didn't tell him about the whole Vader thing. He had to find out about that through Snoke. Yeah, through well, I, I think through Snoke. I, or, or no, it was through um, through whenever it was revealed when when Leo when, was. Well, yeah, uh, when, uh, when Leia was revealed in Bloodline. Yes. You know, uh, that probably, but he was out training with Luke, so, so it maybe. may have not gotten to him. Yeah. But it could have been Snoke. But he found regardless, he found out. Not from his, his exactly. parents, and yeah. he found out. He found out when he was like twenty three or something, you know. Yeah. And so, that probably was a hit. You know, they don't trust me. They think I'm dangerous. Uh, Why didn't they tell me about Darth Vader? Right. Uh, you know, Leia even says in Force Awakens, uh, I, I shouldn't have sent him away. Yeah. You know, and I think they sent him away. Like I was reading this thing, this theory that someone had is they sent him away because. Uh, there was too much Vader in him. Yeah. According to Han, Han said there's too much Vader in him, and oh, I, we shouldn't have sent him away. Yeah, I think both of them being busy rebellion lead or, or republic leaders. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think Han became like a racer, but uh, you know because he didn't want to be a part of the military right. anymore. Uh, but Leia was this big politician. You know, they sent him away to Luke. Oh, they don't want me anymore. Yeah, and so he got seduced by that. You know. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see Qui Gon's take on all this. Yeah. You know, like what he uh, w- would think about it. You yeah. Know, what he thinks Luke should have done in that situation. You know. Or like, just talk to Luke about like what he did right and wrong. But I mean, right. like, even even the things that he did wrong, quote unquote. Right. Is still the will of the force, right? And I, I feel like Qui Gon will also very much agree with Yoda's sentiment of failure is the greatest. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. He's like, yeah, I, f- I, f- I mean, like Qui Gon's not perfect. He's no, failed before. No, he's, yeah, he's failed a lot. Yeah. yeah. So, and it's, it's this, it's definitely this teaching moment for uh, absolutely Luke and like. Qui Gon's mm-hmm. probably the same way where he would have said the exact same thing to Luke. Yeah. 
uh, that Yoda did. So that's good. Yeah, it, uh, and like we were saying earlier, I really hope that if they do this Obi-Wan show that we get a little bit of Qui-Gon in Me there. Too. Like we see Obi-Wan down on his luck maybe, you know, because we always think of Obi-Wan as this always uh, together person, this, yeah. this person who always knows what he's doing. But it'd be interesting to see in this show if maybe he's like, I am... I'm broken. Yeah, he's doubting himself. Uh, I my I had to kill my what he thinks he killed Anakin. Yes. He he may not know about Darth Vader yet. I killed him. I I'm watching over this boy for what you know like I'm no, all the Jedi are dead. Yeah. I don't know if even Yoda's safe anymore. Yeah. I'm I'm broken and maybe he's not even reaching out to Qui Gon, but like he's just he's just so down on himself and then we hear. Uh, uh, be mindful of your feelings, Obi Wan, yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah, and uh, you know, and it'd just be so cool to get one last lesson from Qui Gon. I just thought of this. Do you think that Obi Wan probably didn't think that, like Yoda, might not have been alive uh, in New Hope, and then by, by the time like he dies he, and he ghost, and yeah. then he figures out Yoda's still alive, he's like, oh okay, yeah. hey Luke, go to Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. Uh, I mean, he may not he might not know where Yoda went to yeah. uh, just to kind of keep that, you know, so like if Obi-Wan got captured, he couldn't say, Oh, he's on Dagobah or like something v- vice versa. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Uh, but... Although Yoda does know he's no, on Tatooine. Yeah, but exactly. I think, I think another Jedi thing to do would be kind of a, uh, you know, the Japanese, the, what's that called? The, oh, uh, like, uh, Harikari or, uh, yeah, where they kill themselves. Like if the empire came and was trying to find out information about Luke, I feel like Yoda might do something like that. I feel, whoa, why? Well, I mean, I feel like that's kind of dark. It is dark, but like, I feel like that's kind of what he would do. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I was like, I was like, why haven't we seen that in the movie? But I was like, it's probably because it's pretty dark. (laughs) Yeah. It's probably because it's pretty dark. I'm not sure if, like, Obi-Wan, like, it's an interesting thing. I'm wondering if the Jedi would do that, you know. Yeah. Like, because they are based off samurais and things. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, uh, but for, with samurai, it was more more of, like, a dishonor oh, thing. Oh, right, right. Um, rather than a, but they probably would have done the same thing if they, were, like, were captured for in- information. If they had a chance, they'd be like, all right, well, you're not getting that information. I'm taking my right. own life. Yeah. I, I bet they would do that. Yeah. But I'm wondering if that would uh, impede his ability to become one with the Force, you know, like... Maybe. Maybe. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, it's that, interesting. That's, it's that's, an interesting... That's a hard call. Yeah. Because yeah. it could be... Oh, I, I just thought of another... <laughs> I just thought of another, like, attack-defense lose moment. Oh, really? Um, uh, the, the Jedi Masters, the Jedi Order uh-huh. uh, Council, the Jedi Council and uh, Mace Windu going after... Oh... Um, yeah, uh, I am the Senate. Yeah, and they're there to yeah. to to kill him. kill him. Yeah, they're they're not there to bring him in. They're not there to. Well, I mean, even Anakin's like on the verge of turning in there, but he he says uh, uh, that it's not the Jedi way. Yeah, you know? and it isn't. And it isn't. Well, even Mace, he pauses for a second, but then he goes to. Yeah. and that was that his was, downfall. That was. His... I feel like if Mace Stopped. didn't go for that, Anakin may have not turned there. I think so too, because he was like right there, like yeah. right on the edge. Yeah, and because feel... he said no, and he cut off his hand because he he's like, I need him. Yeah, he may have still turned. Like that's very possible. Yeah, yeah. because you know Palpatine was seducing him, yeah. but it probably wouldn't have been that fast. Because I think the the thing is is like Anakin 
feels at this moment that like the, nobody's listening to him and this guy that he's about to kill is actually listening yeah to and him. that he yes he's this evil guy but he needs him to save padme yeah. it's a selfish reason but uh he needs him it's not the jedi way and then mace is about to kill him and then instinctually he boom cuts think, off his hand i think it's uh mace is he's taken the easy way yeah like yoda said yeah like at that point he's like it's easier to kill him rather than leave him alive. He's right. he's too dangerous he, he's to be too, kept alive. Yeah, he's too dangerous to be kept alive. Yeah. So it's like I, that's an interesting thing because, like I said, Anakin's on the verge of dark side, but he's talking a little bit more sense than Mace is in that situation. He is, yeah. That's very pretty cool. Yeah, I think that's really. cool. It, it's cool that also you can really turn on a dime. Oh you yeah. Know? Like I feel like when Anakin was first turning to the dark side, he was doing it. To save Padme, it was a selfish reason. Yeah, because like honestly, he wasn't saving Padme for her; he was saving it, saving her for him. Uh huh. But like, I feel like uh, if Anakin didn't become this robotic Darth Vader, he would have killed the Emperor him, or at least tried to kill the Emperor yeah. himself. And he probably would have still been dark side, but he he wasn't doing this out of just like I want to kill Mace Windu. Yeah, and yeah. it's it's. Even after he feels regret, like he's yeah, like, what have what I, I done? done? Yeah, yeah, and um, he only falls to his knees because he's like, this is the only guy that can help me right yeah. now. And it's 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 interesting because like like people say like Mace Windu after like if let's say Anakin stayed at the uh, done what was needed, he would have yeah. killed uh, Palpatine, come yeah. back and probably actually praise Anakin for telling him, for letting him know right. and actually give him the praise and like kind of the, um, understanding and right. thought that he's been wanting from the Jedi. You know, he might've actually, uh, promoted him to master. master. A lot of things would have gone differently. And yes. I think that's, I, I just feel for Qui-Gon. He's this omnipresent being now but i feel for him watching all of this yeah. this boy that he knows to be the chosen one like he believes it in his soul and watching him go through all this heartbreak and and anger and uh deceit and yeah. you know and, and this downfall into darkness yeah and just and how it destroys everyone that he's known yeah and, and like you know like I, it like we mentioned in attack of the clones when he first started uh, killing those Tusken Raiders and Qui-Gon was like, no, Anakin, no. Yeah. I bet it was a surprise to yeah. Qui-Gon. Like, I didn't think that this was going to happen. Yeah. Like, I also think maybe, of you know, maybe why Qui-Gon, you know, say didn't try to stop Anakin after that. again yeah. was maybe he was like, I'm as horrible as this is, I'm going to let it play out because yeah. I have to. It's what the force wants, you know, in, and a, that, in and a weird I, way, in a weird way. And that's, and that's an, what, another interesting about Qui-Gon is he's very devoted to the force. I think more than any other Jedi, yeah. uh, that he, it's interesting to compare it with, uh, real world stuff. Like with people who say that, 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 uh, that is God's will, you know? And, and sometimes it's like, really? But like, it's, it's really interesting to compare that with real religion and things, yeah. you know. And it's definitely got a, a – Qui-Gon is very much a religious – Yeah, like you said earlier, religious. he's very spiritual. Sp very spiritual, and, very uh, much a religious And that's prob body. probably why he didn't help try to help again was because he's like, this is what the Force yeah. wants. And, uh, of course, in Return of the Jedi, when uh, Anakin kills the Emperor eventually and restores balance for a while. Exactly. That Qui-Gon was like, oh, that's not how I thought it was going to go, but – I mean, I, I was—I would think that he was like, okay, I, st I, I think 
I, I don't think he ever stopped believing that Anakin right. was the cho- chosen one. Even right. whenever he was Darth Vader, yeah. I feel like he was like, I think he's still the chosen. Right, and, and I'm not sure how like forced Force Ghosts work. Like, like they seem kind of a out of time thing. Like, yeah. I'm not sure if he knew that this this was gonna happen. Although he may have not have because, like we said, he tried to stop the Tusken Raider yeah. thing to happen. And so then it's really interesting. I wonder how he, he has witnessed all of this. You know? Yeah. Like as if like everything were to like play out in front of him immediately, right. or like he yeah. he actually like waited and watched and yeah. And actually, and there's a really interesting short story and in, from a certain point of view, uh, the book yeah. And uh, it's it's Obi Wan uh, dying and becoming one with the Force, and it it it's really interesting because it plays uh it, it plays his death over and over again, but he he goes back to before like. 10 years before uh, new hope and he's he's like i'm a younger man i'm a uh you know i uh and he he goes back to a memory that, uh, of luke you know as a young boy and uh then he goes to uh meeting luke and then he goes back to that uh memory and he's he's like out of time and it's really interesting to read huh. like if you haven't read it you got that is, to that is really cool i bet i bet qui-gon probably went through the same thing probably even more different because he was like the first one to do it and yeah. like he has he wasn't able to create a physical uh, ghost ghost yet. Yeah. Because there's another uh, certain point of view story that is about uh, Yoda and or not Yoda, uh, Qui Gon and Obi Wan talking. It's right, you know, when Luke leaves to go uh, to uh, Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru. Right. Uh, Obi Wan calls on Qui Gon, and Qui Gon does create a physical form, and it's talking about how he has to piece himself together. Oh, interesting. And he has to kind of find his physical self again and that he has to be Qui-Gon now. Right. So it's really interesting. I wonder how he's uh, witnessing all it's this It's funny because that, that makes me understand the Force a little bit more. Like, one with the Force, they are literally one, one with, with the, the Force. force. They yeah. are the Force, but their yeah. memories, their, all that stuff are still with them, but yeah. they are a part of the Force. That is them now. Yeah, and it, it's also interesting in, like, Clone Wars when we see Qui-Gon on Mortis yeah. that... I don't think that is quite him. I think that's more of a vision. Okay. Like, that's how it's always played out to me. Right. Because, you know, uh, Anakin sees his mom. Right. And uh, uh, Ahsoka sees an older version of herself. Right. So, <gasps> okay, I just I just came up with a like, crazy theory. Just oh, yeah? Like, what if the older version of herself was actually the older version of herself whenever she was in the land in between worlds? That would have been... That's interesting. She didn't spend too much time there. Yeah. But that's interesting. She did look quite a bit different in yeah. the Clone Wars than she did in Rebels, though. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it's... But that is an interesting theory. That is cool. That is, um, it's really cool. <laughs> and she's like, that's younger me. I remember talking to my older self. That's me now. What? <laughs> I, That'd be crazy. That'd be I awesome. I do know that the Anakin seeing his mom, though, was the brother yes. messing with him. Yeah. But, like, the Qui-Gon seemed like it was a vision, but also at the same time it was like a... Like, because in, in that uh, canon, the Qui-Gon wouldn't be able to put make himself a body yet. Right. So that was... I I remember watching that for the first time. And, <gasps> uh, and, and yeah, actually, it being Liam Neeson. And yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> And it, it was so cool. Uh, and, I mean, I think uh, we should uh, wrap up a little bit. But, for like, sure. just, like, what this, this character means to us. Absolutely. Like, I'll, I'll go first. This character, like we've been talking about, means a lot about what it truly means to be a Jedi, what it truly means to uh, 
listen to the force and uh knowledge and defense over attack and aggression you know right and if anyone should look at uh like if anyone were to ask you what it what is a jedi you describe qui-gon yeah you describe qui-gon and and his teachings and Mm -hmm. what he believes because that is literally the the base of what we get in yeah. in Phantom Menace. That is the first Jedi we see. The, right. the, one of the first Jedi with yeah. Obi-Wan, obviously. And I feel like there was an important reason for that. There's Yeah. And I think there was a reason for him, uh, you know, like him dying had a specific reason. Of course. And, uh, it's, it's like, um, we I mentioned this to you earlier whenever we were talking about like episodes and yeah like how Django Fett and Boba Fett Django Fett was there to pretty much boost Boba Fett's story further along which yeah. is which is cool I love I like Django Fett yeah. as a character but see what's funny about Qui-Gon he's, he boosts Obi-Wan's story but he also boosts the Star Wars the story. entire like, like saga. there's so much to Qui-Gon like uh, regular fans could just see him as oh he's he's cool he's awesome yeah. he's this you know but we never see him again yeah because he's yeah he, he gets killed uh, but then when you go deep into it like we've been talking about some of the stuff that we didn't even think we would uh, bring up you yeah. know or that we would think of because of qui-gon yeah and it's really interesting to look back on you know a new hope and when we first see obi-wan and that there's so much more to this jedi yeah. experience yeah. he's definitely been he's definitely one of my favorite Jedi, and he's always been one of my favorite yeah. jedis uh even whenever i didn't know too much about him like right. I, I, whenever i eventually learned what he believed whenever i figured out that he was this kind of middle ground jedi kind yeah, of thing kind of great balance yeah. is what he believes in i was always like that makes him so much cooler yeah to me. and it, he rose so much higher he's probably either if not second third like he's yeah. really close to my favorite yeah it, it's it's so great i think qui-gon adds so much more like when i watch a new hope and empire now i see so much of what they learned from qui-gon yeah in there. like uh, both yoda and obi-wan yoda learned you know the knowledge and defense never yeah. for attack yeah Never, he never wants to repeat what the Clone Wars did. Exactly. Obi Wan's learned so much from Qui Gon. Even probably, hopefully, that we see in this Obi Wan show between A New Hope and uh, between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope. Right. Qui Gon's always teaching us stuff, and uh, man, uh, he's such a great character. He's amazing. He's amazing. Um, but I think that'll do it for us, and we're gonna continue to these spotlights and. Yeah, you know, we're really excited for him to d- yeah. dive into all of these characters. Yeah, and and I want. Oh man, I can think of so many characters that I want to talk about. Yeah, uh, like just about them. And that's yeah. it. Yeah, uh, and, and I think our next one is uh, Darth Maul. Darth Maul. Yes, yes. Uh, he'll be an interesting uh, one to talk yeah, about. We'll definitely have more than just us talking about right. it. All right. Well, well, thank you for listening, guys. Uh, follow us on Twitter at SWSenatePod. That's S W S. E-N-A-T-P-O-D to make sure you don't miss an episode. If you'd like to fi- uh, like to follow me and Kyler directly, mine is at Mr. Master Schmike and Kyler's is at Kyler Mark Allred. Uh, we'd like to give a special thanks to Sierra Hawkins. You can find her on Twitter at AceHawkins13. We'd also like to thank Curtis Batson for composing our theme song. You can find him at onfiverr.com at fiverr.com slash Curtis Batson. 
and on Twitter at BlackDolphinENT. And make sure you uh, rate, review, um, subscribe uh, to whichever podcast uh, listening you are, <laughs> whatever you're listening on, uh, yeah. whether it be Apple Podcasts or... And those reviews and rating really help It'd us. be amazing if you guys could do that. That'd be really helpful. We got to our first hundred. Yeah, oh, that, yeah was, that was... That was great. Yeah, first hundred uh, 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 plays, yeah. Which out, was, of, out of uh, all the episodes, which yeah, is which is really cool. Awesome. So thanks for We that. thank you guys so much for that. That's a, so It's such a good milestone. Um, to achieve and, yeah, and we're so excited to get the next thousand you if know, we get to a thousand <laughs> oh, oh that'd be so when yeah. we get to a thousand yeah when we get to that so, be it'll, so it'll be good. it'll be so cool so but. awesome uh but yeah well thank you guys and uh we'll see you in the next one